4: studio 6b on real america's voice stitch network channel 219 pluto tv channel 240 1029 if you're watching on samsung tv plus you can also find us on the roku channel the the entire it's just called the roku channel just go right there you'll be able to find us there as well you can also find us on all the socials uh comcast in select cities Though i'm unsure of uh, exactly where we are positioned there but you can uh, look us up, you'll find us. And of course, our new home uh, for everything show related at livefromstudio6speed.com. You can go there, catch the stream, jump on to the chat, and uh, also check out everything that we've got on there from just the news links. Uh, we've also got the crazy towns, all the episodes of every show. And we got some uh, what even is that? So we've a little bit of everything on there. And it's going to continue to grow as the show evolves. So uh, make sure to uh, check that out. On a regular basis, if you're looking for some swag, maybe a T-shirt, maybe a hat, maybe something, something that says, hey, I love Slick Rick, uh, go to 6bshirts.com. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you can always email the show. Uh, Damon loves your emails, especially when you make fun of them. LFS6B at yahoo.com. Welcome to a Wednesday night. As Damon mentioned, he would be off tonight, taking you know, f- finishing up with some family stuff. So we wish him and his family the best once again. Sitting in, of course, a uh, special guest doing news is Paul Nolan. How are you? Paul? Two nights in a row. I know this wow. is so a record. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing
5: today? I'm good. I had a nice day today. Got some family stuff done, but I did catch up on some old news. Some of the things that really woke me up back in 08, 09, 2010. And it's crazy when you watch these speakers from back then, a guy named Alan Watt, not to be confused with the f- philosopher Alan Watts. Or J.J. Watt. Or yes. or his brother, right. um, any of the Watt brothers. But uh, it's crazy how everything he said in 08, 09, or 10 is really upon us now. Um, if I was on social media and I didn't boycott it because I'm just... You know so principled of course uh, <laughs> I would post it somewhere but I am going to start at, what, what, by the way tonight on the live from studio 6B tell us which is the best place for us to really make it the uh, what's the best social media platform for us all to kind of kind of congregate congregate yeah. uh, unite the clans if you will you know so because uh, I'm a little bit um, I'm just sick of Facebook I mean I got kicked off again for putting up that Hunt Biden. Smoking crack, oh, while, his really? father's talking about.
4: while his father's talking about uh, arresting the, people that smoke crack? Yeah, they, I got another 30-day ban for
5: that until I fought <laughs> it. So I, five days later, they let me back on. And then I was like, I'm happy when I'm not on Facebook. So, yeah, no doubt. Uh, but I'll figure out. You guys tell me what's the best uh, place. I'll pick two, and then I'm staying there. I'm done with Twitter, and I'm done with Facebook.
4: All right. So I, I think we've got an Instagram. We've got a getter. Getter, uh, you know, that's the, the one. The newer one. Getter's out there. There's Telegram. There's Gab. So, you know, you, you guys. Which one do you like from. the best? Right now, I'm just bouncing around a lot. Yeah. I'm bouncing around. I, I do my Gab updates. I try and get on Telegram as often as possible and say hello to everybody there because they, they share a
5: lot of great information there. Well, I like the Gab interface. It felt like yeah. Facebook and Twitter combined. Right. Uh, and the other one, uh, Getter, I keep hearing is good. And Telegram, but like Telegram is just I don't know, there's something about it that's a little bit, uh, I don't know, it's just, you know, it just feels like a big, giant text group everywhere. Right.
4: All right. Uh, Slick Rick, how are you tonight? All right, Rick, doing great. What do we got lined up for sports? Anything well, anything fun that we, we haven't heard about?
6: Yeah, we got a few things. Well, first of all, first of all, foremost, the Americans did a lot better in the Olympics today, so we'll report on that. We have the Washington football team, that Woke football team, they're banning headdresses and uh, warrior paint at their games this year. What? And, What's that? <laughs> hey, wait, you're not allowed to wear... No more. Yeah, you can't dress up.
5: No more, Paul. But most of the time, that's done in honor
6: yep. of... No, it doesn't matter. Oh, we're going we're gonna to get into that, part. Called... Oh, All right, we... I'm sorry. That's and, called um, cultural appropriation these days, exactly. Paul. <sighs> yeah, and it looks Jeez. like Uf, UFC 268 could be in jeopardy uh, at the Garden or due to fighters being vaccinated. So we'll talk about All that right. as well. So
4: we'll touch upon that. There's a lot to catch up on. Uh, we've got a bunch of things. Some great stuff from uh, the best governor in America, Ron DeSantis. We'll hear from him in just a little bit. We've also got this great guy that Paul found, Doctor Peter McCullough. Uh, if you haven't found this guy, uh, hang out because we're we're going to do him. I want to say I, I want to save him for the nine o'clock hour. Um, he's got some great stuff. It's a a long, long interview, but I cut it down for time. Some of the more important things I think you'll want to hear, and it'll turn you on to what he's about and who he is and and all that. Some really cool stuff. Uh, We've got uh, check-ins from Drew Hernandez meeting up with with Arizona Senator Wendy Rogers about the Arizona audit, so we'll do that. Uh, We've got Saki. We've got... You name it, we got a ton of stuff. Plus sports with Rick, but I think we uh, we we kind of started with the whole Cuomo thing yesterday, and we never really finished it. So I thought we we you know kind of tackle that because it was a bunch of stuff from his press conference. And again, if you saw this, just the arrogance oozing from this guy. Every single pore was coming out, and it was just it was woe is me they don't understand it's really their fault um and you should support me because it's just that's who i am i'm the greatest guy in the world uh and again it started with this clip number 17 and uh you know again i think damon got about 60 seconds in and he was about to vomit so we stopped playing it but there's a lot of great stuff in here so let's uh let's go
1: with that uh g i want you to know directly from me Directly that I never touched anyone inappropriately or made inappropriate sexual advances. Sounds like Mr. Clinton. I am 63 <laughs> years old. Doesn't matter. I've lived my entire adult life in public view. That is just not who I am.
5: That's what and every that's, that's what every I have ever busted
1: says. Right that's exactly
5: that's the exact thing that every single guy who's busted for doing something wrong says that's not who I am right
4: that's also every parent when their kid gets He's such a nice boy yeah Yeah,
1: until he kills somebody keep going G there is one complaint that has been made that bothered me most that was a complaint made by a young woman Charlotte Bennett who worked in my office And it's important to me that you fully understand the situation. Charlotte worked in my office last year as an assistant. She was smart, talented, and eager to learn. She identified herself to me as a survivor of sexual assault. She said that she came to work in my administration because of all the progress we had made in fighting sexual assault. She talked about the personal trauma that she endured and how she was handling it. And, and again, Paul, Paul's could, are right there
4: because right. there he is. He, he's, face. He, he's just, he's just laying it all at her feet. She did this. She said that, you know what I mean? It's, oh, it's, it's focused on what she did. Look at what she did. It's what so, she said.
5: It's so predatory the way he's talking about this. It, you could, you know, it's, it's exactly what predators look for. Right. When they find the victim, she confesses to him. And he lets her get closer; an intern is having intimate like conversations like right. this. How does she get that close to the governor to open up about something so horrible? Yeah, I mean how long how who confesses that sort of thing in the first week or two on the job? You know we have two or three conversations right. it It doesn't happen that's the kind of thing that takes a while to develop a relationship. I, I I just uh, I don't believe a word this guy says.
4: Yeah, it, it's something like you said. Predators. What do they do? They kind of cultivate. You know, they, they they plant seeds. They they you mm. know keep keep flower, You know, watering yep. the the flowers yep. and, and you know trying to trying to get the uh, absolutely right. Yeah. So he's trying to cultivate the area. Look, look at his face. That, there, could look at his face. Yeah. that could be a T-shirt. Look at his ball. face. That could be a T-shirt. Look at his face. He looks through as Don Corleone
5: there. <laughs>
1: yeah. He'll make my son look as good. Look at him. <laughs>
4: All right, keep going.
1: See how it had affected her. I could see her pain. Oh, there it is. Another clinical. People now ask me, why was I even talking to this young woman if I knew she was dealing with such issues? Why did I even engage with her? That is the obvious and fair question, and one I have thought a lot about. The truth is that her story resonated deeply with me. Here it comes. I had heard the same story before, with the same ugliness, the same injustice, the same damage. Not only had I heard the story before, I had lived with a story Oh, before.
4: there it is. See, again, my pause right there. As, as again, he turns it, you know, woe is me. Look, look at all that, that, that I go through. Ah, right. and it, you, you know, right. it's all about me. Right. What I
5: identified it a... because my family were victims too. Right. I was a victim too. Right, okay.
4: Yeah, I've had to live with this. Like, like, like he suffered anything. Go ahead, G. Remember, family member
1: is a survivor of sexual assault in high school. I have watched her live and suffer with the trauma. I would do anything to make it go away for her, but it never really goes away. I spent countless days and nights working through these issues with her and therapists and counselors. I'm governor of the state of New York, but I felt powerless to help and felt that I had failed her. I couldn't take the pain away. I still can't.
4: Uh, again, he, he, tries be, you know, w- he tries to be, you know, he tries to be the knight in shining armor. Look what I tried to do. I just couldn't do it. I try you know, I, it was me. It was all me. You got love me. He's basically saying love me.
5: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, this is, this is really pathetic and damning. This guy's yeah. disgusting. All right, you, you can
4: kind of wrap this one up, G. I think we're all disgusted just enough. Uh, but not enough that uh, I think he just signed a deal with uh, Just for Men, Mr. Cuomo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, this is genuine. This is cu- cut number seven.
1: Hi, I'm Keith Hernandez. And I'm Walt Clive Frazier. What a marvelous night for the action. Let's go to the play-by-play. Charlotte, I want you to know... <laughs> that i am truly and deeply sorry
3: i don't believe him and i don't want an apology it's not necessary it's fake and his propaganda video was not only uncomfortable and inappropriate but downright weird and unnecessary
1: oh, no. <laughs> Rejected.
3: his intention was trying My to man. sleep with me
1: yeah no play for mr gray another eat, eat the sausage
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
5: Oh, my God, Rick, you got to be. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. You right. know, that poor girl's got to come on. Yeah. And now she's got to say she's got to come on and say that propaganda video is disgusting. Right. It's unnecessary. She, they put it through even more. But she's brave. And we should all, you know, I, I, let's just hope there's some comeuppance for this absolute tyrant, this sick, twisted pig.
4: Yeah, because the only way he's gonna leave, because he's sticking in his heels. He he saw what Northam did down in Virginia, and he's not going anywhere. He's oh, like, yeah. I can I'm better than Northam. That's his that's wow. his that's wow. his thinking. He's he's so arrogant. He's like, I'm more important, I'm better than Northam. These people don't know what they what they're gonna lose without me, that kind of thought.
5: That's a really good point.
4: And he just thinks, well, if Northam can do it, psh, he's got nothing on huh. me. You know what I mean? Yeah,
5: yeah. Good stuff.
4: Again, that arrogance. Uh, and he's so self-righteous, of you know, oh, what I lived with, and an I religious. tried to take the pain away.
5: Blah, 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 blah. This is a perfect example of a lifelong politician, son of a politician, a guy who's had his own set of rules his whole life. This is just, yeah, it's American politics, ladies and gentlemen.
4: Exactly. We'll have more coming up in just a little bit. Starting off the show, kind of putting a. Uh, I, I got one more thing. Because it's interesting regarding Cuomo. We'll hit that in a little bit. We've got some more great stuff coming up. Sports coming up as well. A little bit of news with Paul. We'll be right back, right here, live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Stay there. From Studio 6B on Real America's Voice Wednesday night, and it's just about time to uh, head over to Slick Rick with the very nice jacket. I see a lot of people commenting on your jacket on the uh, chat on live from Studio6B.com again. What, what live that's velvet, st- yes. Sir. Live from Studio6B.com. Jump on the chat, let them know what you think. And uh, what were you saying? Was that velvet? What is that velvet. It's beautiful. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> is, you, is it Mr. crushed? Paul.
6: Yes. It's crushed all right.
4: All right. Let's get me one of them. (laughs)
6: Time to crush some sports, Rick. Fantastic. What do you got? Um, well, we got the Olympic news. American track star Sydney McLaughlin breaks own world record at the Tokyo Games. This is from Chalena Goldman of Yard Barker. Team USA track and field star Sidney McLaughlin beat her own world record and took home a gold medal in the process in the women's 400-meter hurdle earlier today. McLaughlin, 21, posted a time of 51.48 seconds in the event. Fellow American Dalila Muhammad, who took home gold in the event in the 2016 Games, took silver with a time of 51.58. Femke Boll of the Netherlands took home the bronze with a 52.03 time. Considered two of the fastest women in the event. McLaughlin and Muhammad are frequently painted as rivals instead of allies. McLaughlin set the record re- straight recently saying she and her 31-year-old teammate push each other along. I just say iron sharpens iron, McLaughlin said via Reuters. I don't think it's a rivalry. There's no bad blood. It's just two athletes waiting to be their best and knowing there is another great girl who is going to get you there. That's fantastic. Actually, a good friend of mine's daughter trained with the Lilla Muhammad last year. Oh, so, nice. Uh, yeah, out, yeah, out in California. And,
4: and, and you know what? That's an event I used to do myself when I was uh, in high school and college, the 400-meter uh, hurdles. Tough event. Yeah. And those ladies were flying. They, they, they both smashed the, uh, the old world record. And McLaughlin, she's from New Jersey.
6: Yeah.
4: Big New Jersey girl, Catholic girl, very uh, you know, appreciative of God, loves her country. Both of them seem like they're the, you know, they're the types you want on the weedy box.
6: Yeah, Dalila Muhammad's great. She does a lot with Make a Wish. She's, she's great. I really wish to... they were at the forefront before these
5: Olympics. Olympics started, you know. It, you know what we got to see was all the negative. Oh, yeah, the that, that's what the
4: news focuses on. Yeah. The only, yeah. you know, if it bleeds, it leads. Let's uh, let's go with the negative. They to always try and sell the negative.
5: You know, Absolutely. and if you think about it, if you think about it, if you zoom out and try to think of the grand scope of it, and Rick, you don't mind if I into no, please. So, you know, to me, you think about the grand scope of the elites, the the globalists they don't want you to have national pride anymore. Right. They don't want you rooting for a nation. They want one world government. They want it to be where there is no pride in your, in your nation anymore. So they succeed by, you know, putting the Rapinos and the, and the people out there who just, you know, completely disrespect the people who love the most, their, their fellow countrymen who root for them and they're proud of them and proud for them. And when they leave with those stories, they know what they're doing. They're, they're driving people away, and they don't mind their ratings going down for now because nope. the long-term effect it leads them to that one world government and everybody's under one
6: UN control. Absolutely. Well, thankfully, we have some good news in the Olympics today. Yeah. Um, Major League Baseball scores. A couple of finals from earlier today, guys. Reds 6-5 over the Twins. Luis Castillo with the win for the Reds. Rays over the Mariners 4-3. Josh Fleming with the win there. Brewers continue to roll 4-2 over the Pirates. Brent Suter with his 10th win of the year. And uh, Athletics beat the Padres 5-4. Padres are playing good ball. Sweet Lou Trevino with uh, with the win there for the uh, A's. Uh, Phillies right now 4-3 over the Nationals. Bottom four. Also bottom four, 3-1. One, Orioles over the Yankees. Bottom third, Blue Jays blanking the Indians 5-0. And top four, Mets blanking the Mariners 3-0. Top four also, Red Sox 1-0 over the Tigers. And bottom one, just underway Angels and Rangers, scoreless, as well as the Royals, White Sox, Braves and Cardinals. Coming up at 840, Cubs and Rockies. Then we go out west to Giants and Diamondbacks at 940. And the Astros and Dodgers, who are always all late game out there in LA, at 940 as well. And just one more story, guys. Washington football team bans Native American headdresses and face paint from FedEx statement. This is John Kim, ESPN staff writer, Ashburn, Virginia. The Washington football team, which dropped its controversial name a year ago, has banned Native American garb from its stadium. Washington has banned fans from wearing Native American headdresses or faint paint, fan, uh, face paint at games to FedEx Field this season, the team announced. It will be known as the football team for 2021, with the permanent name being announced early in 2022, according to team president Jason Wright. Wright said they have worked with Native American leaders during the process of finding a new name. He recently announced that Washington would not be choosing the name Warriors as its new name. Owner Dan Snyder had applied to trademark that name in 2007 when he was trying to bring an arena league to Washington. But Native American leaders told ESPN last summer that would be too close to the former name and therefore unacceptable. Uh, oh, the team man. has long said it will keep the burgundy and Gold's color scheme, but did, did away with its cheerleaders in favor of a co-ed dance team. So that team is just an absolute <laughs> hot man unbelievable mess. you know i think they're worried about the wrong headdresses there but that yeah but no doubt uh,
4: and, and and what if the person who's wearing it happens to be a native american indian and wants to you know kind of kind of wear their their
6: own stuff But they're point. not allowed to do it nope nobody's Band- allowed
4: in with moccasins
6: <laughs> no where does it end all right, all right that's ends. a wrap. All it doesn't
4: right.
5: ever end. That's, no. how, that's how they get you.
4: Yeah, exactly. Hey, I keep seeing people mentioning, because Paul mentioned, hey, what, what social media are a lot of people yeah. liking? They want to see us more on. And, and I keep seeing Getter seems to be the uh, leading leading vote getter. Getter.
5: Yeah. yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Very clever.
4: So, uh, yeah, we'll keep, uh, keep plugging in, especially, you know, we're not seeing them all just yet uh, as I scroll through, but you know it's good to get your feedback and then uh you know maybe we'll just put together one and say this is this is where you can find us to chat Real quick, along with, of course, during the show, on the website as well. Live from Studio6B.com. Which now, is getting
5: a lot of action. It's getting more oh, and yeah. more comments. It's going good. Thanks, So yeah, I keep appreciate uh, keep, everyone.
4: Keep pushing it to your friends. If if you know people that watch the show, and hey, have you watched it online yet? You can watch it on TV, and you know, comment and make fun of them here, and they'll read it. Uh, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Live from Studio6B.com. That is the website. Again, we were talking about uh, Mr. Cuomo. Um, Just before the break there, you know, kind of put it trying to put a wrap on this. Uh, But there was an interesting thing that happened uh, yesterday. You know, because uh, on CNN, you've got uh, Don Lemon, <laughs> Mr. Limon, Lemon. and of course, Fredo do their shows back to back. Fredo goes first, and then it's follow up by Donnie. And then they have this little make out section right. in
5: between where they both tell each other how wonderful they are. That's right. great.
4: Yeah. They they blow sunshine you know where. And uh, it was a little awkward yesterday, considering all the news that was breaking throughout the entire day that i think cnn didn't even bother covering for the most part um, but check this out during the crossover this 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 uh, got a lot of attention yesterday
1: cut number six g it happened yeah. and we've seen it happen before yeah. the good news is there's always a chance for change and hopefully we'll see yeah. that here but our hearts and our thoughts have to go out to the families of these officers who took their own lives I'm going to make my witness, as you say, and you make know your what, witness. I love you, brother. I love you, D. Lemon. All right.
0: <laughs> this is Don Lemon tonight. The calls are getting louder and louder. This is what I'm talking about. Top Democrats from New York to the White House <laughs> calling on Governor Andrew Cuomo to resign. That in the wake of the bombshell report from the state's attorney general that alleges the governor strange. sexually harassed 11 women, including state employees and a New York state trooper. The report also says that he retaliated against one woman who went public with her allegations against him. And the President of the United States couldn't be more blunt. Question, should Governor Andrew Cuomo resign? Answer, yes. And there's more.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For that, we went to Chris Cuomo and asked him his feedback. Right. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't do that. What a surprise.
5: Meanwhile, Chris Cuomo supposedly wrote part of that... uh,
4: yeah, yeah that the, propaganda they, piece. When they were doing, when they were trying to come up with the tactics of how to respond for the press, he was involved. He was a major player inside those uh, those talks, you know, lending his uh, expertise, as they say, to see how he can uh, help his bro out, his big bro out, you know, because uh, you know, let's face it, there's a little bit of an issue there. So we'll see what happens. And, and again, that was the uh, the crossover. If you, if you notice too, you know, be, before uh, before. Don went after uh, Cuomo's brother. He did. He did kind of say, "Hey, I love you." You know, kind of threw that out there, like, "Hey, I love you." Just, just so you know, I love you. Okay. And he paused. He's like, "This is Don Lemon tonight." He waits. He's like, "Okay, is he off the air?" Okay, good. The calls are coming in for blah 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 blah. Cuomo, Cuomo, Cuomo. So, so you could tell how how disingenuous wow. he really was, because he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Dude, I love you, man. I love you. Let's attack his brother. Time <laughs> to eat our own. Uh, we got more coming up. We're going to talk about uh, Ron DeSantis, the greatest governor in the country. Probably in the world. Yes, We'll do some of that coming up in just a little bit. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice Wednesday night. Thank you for uh, taking the time and joining us. And uh, we're getting a lot, a lot of play on the uh, on the website tonight. A lot of people chiming in. And again, we're looking to see where you might, uh, you know, social media-wise. I know we've got the website live from Studio 6B, which offers a chat. But I mean, you know, during the days and stuff like that, when people aren't uh, aren't chatting, um, you know, is there, is there a, a, a social media app that you think... We should all be gravitating to, and we can put it together. And I, I know we LFSXB Damon does have a getter uh, account, um, but is that some place? Because that seems to be the place that seems to be getting a lot of a lot of attention from people. So you know, keep keep the suggestions coming in. We'll keep checking in with that as well. And uh, I don't know if you caught this today, Paul uh resident biden was uh, of course you know yesterday he was asked about the new york city vaccine pass um of course you know last friday he made the comment that he sees more restrictions coming and then of course you know like i said uh, he asked about the uh, nyc pass this is what he had to say about the vaccine pass again vaccines We're going to do a lot more on this in the nine o'clock hour. But this is this is kind of let's use this as a as a warm up, as they say, because the president is talking about this and he's talking about restrictions and vaccines and what the government can do, what the government can't do, what he thinks uh, businesses should be doing. um, Lots of information take take taken direction from the CDC. But let's do this first. Cut one from yesterday. Here's
1: New York City just announced today that they'll require vaccines for restaurants and gyms. Do you think more cities and states should institute rules like that? I do. And are, are you going to publicly call on them, to they institute a vaccine passport type system or, or it's up to each city and state to figure that out on their own?
7: I'm sorry. You do you think
1: that they should institute a <laughs> vaccine enough. passport type system <laughs> or some sort of verification <laughs> to use public spaces?
7: I don't think they need to do that. I think they just need to give the authority of those restaurants or businesses to say, in order to come in, you have to give proof that you've been vaccinated or that you can't come in.
4: Hmm. So, so that's where he stands on a vaccine passport and how he thinks the state governments should be, you know, enacting policies against businesses to, to conduct businesses how business how they see fit.
5: He's, he, they're going to kill so many businesses because you know the yep.
4: big talk is how
5: many people have these fake vaccine cards. You know, I don't know who would ever do such a thing. As, yeah, that's, I don't it,
4: that's know, insane. I, who would I, do I can't such even a understand thing. Nobody. that. Nobody,
5: but uh, they're saying that that's going to that's a big problem right now, and they're talking about real punitive laws against anybody who shows one of them.
4: Wow. But hey, we yeah, all right. You mean like a phony ID when you're trying to buy some right. beer or something as a kid? Right. That's where we're at. People are 53 years old. they got phony
5: IDs to, so they can get into the club. Yeah. Right.
4: Because I want to make it rain. <laughs> make it rain. And then, of course, make he— Make it uh, rain with quarters. <laughs> Makes it drizzle.
5: <laughs> Makes <I'll>, it drizzle.
4: <laughs> I'll slip and fall and take an eye out with a quarter. Um, here's what Biden had to say. Again, this is from yesterday. A lot of questions regarding, you know, vaccines and what. And you heard him there saying, you know, he likes what New York is doing about, you know, telling businesses how they should be conducting business, which the government has uh, no place in doing. None.
5: Zero. None. Not a zilch. Zero. Yeah.
4: Or or none. Uh, Cut number two. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, this is Biden talking about uh, Florida and Texas and the governors there.
7: Check this out. And worst of all some state officials are passing laws or signing orders that forbid people from doing the right thing. As of now, seven states not only ban mask mandates, but also ban them in their school districts, even for young children who cannot get vaccinated. Some states have even banned businesses and universities from requiring workers and students to be masked or vaccinated. And the most extreme of those measures It's like the one in Texas that say state universities or community colleges could be fined if it allows a teacher to ask her unvaccinated students to wear a mask. What are we doing? Yeah, exactly. What are we doing? COVID-19 is a national challenge. And it must come together. We have to come together, all of us together, as a country, to solve it. Make no mistake. The less, the excellent, the ex excuse me, the, the escalation ex- of cases is particularly concentrated in states with low vaccination rates.
4: Uh, that's
5: That's two states. That's a what about the Florida, state of Texas. Israel? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, these, Israel had, what, 65% of its citizens uh, vaccinated? More like 90 plus percent vaccinated. Oh, I'm sorry. But 65% now have it, gotten some kind of the variant Something yeah, like it, the numbers are astronomical. Was it that many? 90% of Israel? I know they will the lead.
4: And I saw something on CNBC about it as well. I'm trying to find it. And now so many of their citizens are getting the variant.
5: Yeah. So my body by choice, my, you know, uh, I, I can't have an ID to vote, but I need an ID to get a, a hamburger over at Mel's Diner. Yeah, pretty
4: much. <laughs> oh, it's what's just, going on? It's just all this insane stuff. And, oh, yeah. and again, it's things that you never thought were going to happen. And lo and behold, here they are. It's amazing. Yeah, I can't find, I'll try and find that because it's really important. I think it was something like, and, and this was coming from CNBC saying 74% of the people that were hospitalized for COVID-19 were vaccinated. vaccinated. Sick. Think about that. 74% right. of those people were vaccinated and they're in the hospital. Something, I, I, it's amazing. I don't hear anybody on CNN like Don Lemon or uh, Chris Fredo Cuomo there talking about that. <sighs> Nobody's talking about that. The, the, the resident-in-chief here isn't talking about that. He hasn't mentioned it.
7: Um, just amazing. Uh, can we continue on with, uh, with Mr. Biden there, Uh. I count for one-third of all new COVID-19 cases in the entire country. Just two states. Look, we need leadership from everyone. If some governors aren't willing to do the right thing to beat this pandemic, then they should allow businesses and universities who want to do the right thing to be able to do it. I say to these governors, please help. But you aren't going to help at least get out of the way of the people who are trying to do the right thing. Use your power to save
4: lives. Was just amazing and i found it it's a cdc study shows 74 percent of people infected where in massachusetts this is coming from july 30th 2021 74 percent of people infected in massachusetts during covid outbreak were fully vaccinated nobody is talking about this so, you know, just something that's amazing. And again, that's coming from CNBC. Now, of course, you know, Biden takes his little swing at, at Texas and he makes a veiled reference at Florida because, you know, the governor there seems to be doing everything right. Yep. Um, well, Mr. DeSantis decided today he wasn't going to, you know, let this slide. And uh, he had a response to the president. Here it is. Cut number three, G.
0: Well, thanks, we're, we're excited to be here. And um, I just wanna say uh, something uh, quickly. Um, you know, uh, Joe Biden has taken to himself to try to single out Florida um, over COVID. Uh, this is a guy who ran for president saying he was gonna quote, shut down the virus. And what has he done? He's imported more virus from around the world by having a wide open Southern border. You Bingo. have hundreds of thousands of people pouring across every month. And it's not just from mexico in fact it's rarely from mexico you have over a hundred different countries where people are pouring through not only are they letting them through they're then farming them out all across our communities across this country putting them on planes putting them on buses Do you think they're being uh, worried about COVID for that? Of course not. So he's facilitating, who knows what new variants are out there, but I can tell you whatever variants are around the world, they're coming across that southern border. And so he's not shutting down the virus, he's helping to facilitate it in our country. And what is his big solution? What is he so upset about Florida? His solution is he wants to have the government force kindergartners to wear masks in school. He doesn't believe the parents should have a say in that. He thinks that should be a decision for the government. Well, I can tell you in Florida, the parents are going to be the ones in charge of that decision.
1: In the States, the best
5: the
0: and one of the major uh, medical people in his administration just recently told parents that they should be wearing masks at home when they're around their own children this is insane. Joe Biden also believes that vaccination should be mandated by force of government and that you should have to show vaccination status to be able to participate in society. Now, Florida, we're very proud of our seniors first strategy. You look at the mortality in nursing homes among seniors, it's declined dramatically. But we said from the beginning, we're going to make it available for all but we're not gonna mandate it on anybody. That's ultimately an individual's choice to be able to do it. Biden, he rejects science because he denies the fact that people that recover from COVID have long lasting immunity. And that's been proven time and time again and the data is very clear. So his vision is just like in New York City, restaurants should ban young kids from being able to go in because they're not eligible for vaccination and law abiding citizens have to produce proof of their medical records just to go to the gym or attend an event or just to participate in everyday society. He wants that, but yet if you want to vote. He thinks it's too much of a burden to show a picture ID when you're voting. So no voter ID, but have to show your medical papers just to be able to live in everyday life. Ladies and gentlemen. Give Ladies me a gentlemen. break. Now and so bring. I think the question is, is we can either have a free society or we can have a biomedical security state. And I can tell you, Florida, we're a free state. People are gonna be free to choose, to make their own decisions about themselves, about their families, about their kids' education, and about putting food on the table. And Joe Biden suggests that if you don't do lockdown policies, then you should, quote, get out of the way. But let me tell you this, if you're coming after the rights of parents in Florida, I'm standing in your way. I'm not gonna let you get away with it. I almost want to clap. If you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way, and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way, and I'm standing for the people of Florida. So, why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Thank you.
4: Boom! Mic drop moment. Wow. Holy
5: cow. If you would have done that to like a hip hop beat, that would have been like the (laughs) ultimate rap battle.
4: Yeah. Uh, Amazing. And again, that's, uh, you know, you know him, you love him. Governor Ron DeSantis out of Florida. It's amazing. I I wish we could, uh, you know, make more
5: of him. Oh my God, that's like Dana White of politics. Yeah, Yeah.
4: and he really, he really makes some great points, especially about oh, you need a, you need a, a vaccine passport just to have have a sandwich, but you don't need ID to go vote. You know, just some great common sense points. Yeah, and that's that's,
5: not the kind of thing. That's the stuff you'll hear from us on this show because you know we'd have to worry about the media chopping us to bits. He says this on his presser, which just takes such a big set of uh, guts. Gus. Over there. Over there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Eat the I <sausage>. mean, <laughs> <Don Coulions. laughs> just think about how that's just great. It's just nice. Somebody's going to step up to the plate. Let's see other governors show some bravery now.
4: Yeah. And you know what? It makes a great, uh, great commercial if he decides to run in 2024. Yep. See? We'll see. We'll see what happens. we got a lot more coming up. We've got some more sports we'll do in the next spot. We've got a crazy town on the way as well. And again, Dr. Peter McCullough. You're going to want to hear what this guy has to say. Coming up live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice on a Wednesday night. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Again, Damon, we'll be back here in the big boy chair tomorrow night. In the meantime, you're stuck with us three. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> we are seeing a lot of great stuff. Oh, it moved. Oh, here it is. Uh, on the chat on live from Studio6B.com, Tommy, also known as Viper J uh, 5 says this. I-, I can't read the whole thing, but you'll get the idea. Joe is such an idiot, refer- referring to Joe Biden. Uh, Joe is such an idiot. He's ra- Joe is an idiot wrapped up in a moron. Yeah. And I can't read the rest because, you know.
6: Tommy Viper is a great, I love him. He just he just keeps yeah, hammering he's, away he's on great great RFS guy. 6P. He, he's a <laughs> great, great patriot.
4: Wisconsin David says, someone wake up Joe. I think DeSantis just pantsed him. Uh,
6: yeah, <laughs> I, I would say so. <laughs> ah, good one.
4: <laughs> a lot of people loving the Ron DeSantis, and yeah, just do a search for that clip. It, he just uh he just made that statement I believe it was today, so you can find that if you just do a quick internet search. We'll try and throw it up on the uh, on the on I can't do it on the chat, but I think we can do it on the LFS 6B Twitter account, so I'll try and do that
6: in the meantime. Slick Rick, what do you got with sports? Okay, back to the Olympics. U.S. beats Dominican Republic 3-1 to to stay in contention for baseball gold medal at Tokyo Olympics. This is an AP report. Yokohama, Japan. For Tristan Kisas, the Olympics feel as comfortable as spring training. That's because when he stepped to the plate in the United States elimination game against the Dominican Republic on Wednesday, he was facing Boston Red Sox A teammate Denny Reyes. I have one career at-bat off him in spring training, and I hit a home run over the batter's eye as well. K- Kisas said uh, after he Crush a two run first inning drive that started the Americans to a three to one win, two for two, with a walk. Uh, He says, Tyler Austin, a former major leaguer in his home ballpark, the Central League's Yokohama Bay Stars, aided the solo home run in the fifth against Gabriel Arias, his second long ball of the tournament to go with a 4 12 average and five ribbies. The U.S. three and one plays defending champion South Korea, three and two, on Thursday night for a spot in Saturday's gold medal game with the loser facing the Dominicans for the bronze. Japan four. 4-0, defeated South Korea 5-2 to to earn a spot in the title game. So the winner of this game, U.S. and South Korea, faced Japan. So should be a bomb burner. Now, I'm just happy to see the Americans making some traction in baseball. They usually get knocked out, so that's good to see. Um, and uh, well here's a story Michael Chandler I won't be vaccinated by November 6th if UFC 268 bout with Justin Gaethje is in New York City this is from Mike Bone of U.S. Yahoo Sports Chandler has concerns about whether his fight with Justin Gaethje will go forward as planned if UFC attempts to host it in New York Chandler 22 and 6 MMA 1-1 UFC and Gaethje 22 and 3 have agreed to a highly anticipated lightweight clash at UFC 268 on November 6th although not officially announced. The promotion hopes to have the event at Madison Square Garden in New York, as has become tradition in early November. The looming issue, however, are the newly placed mandates in the state that require proof of vaccination for indoor dining, fitness and entertainment events. A, an event, UFC event would fall into the latter category, and that would prove problematic for Chandler. I, and this is what he said. It's a little bit of a long quote, but I do want to read it. He posted it on his Instagram earlier today. I just saw that New York is dropping some heavy mandates on the city of New York City. Chandler on the said Wednesday on Instagram Live. Basically they are requiring you to be vaccinated and show proof of vaccination for indoor dining, indoor fitness and indoor performances and entertainment. Obviously a UFC card, a UFC fight being thrown at Madison Square Garden is considered indoor entertainment and indoor performance. I will not be vaccinated at that point. I don't know how many fighters will if, if uh if it was the fight on that November 6th card or whoever is fighting on November 6th at Madison Square Garden. I don't know how many fighters will be vaccinated. I don't know how, if they'll have a tally of who is or who isn't. It's not that I'm anti-vax. It's not that I don't believe in the vaccine necessary. I'm just not going to, to the vaccine until it's 100% FDA approved. We've had hundreds of clinical trials, just like we had the vaccines that my son has had, measles and chicken pox and all the vaccines that have been around for 100 years that have been proven. We shall see. I don't know what's going to happen. More than anything, the chances of the UFC being able to sell out Madison Square Garden with only people that are vaccinated really cuts down on their ability the cell at the garden, you know, and he went on to just simply say, Hey, you know what? I'm not ready for this vaccine. Right. And you know, he's a big name, Chandler, former MMA champion. And uh, well, we know, Justin Gate he's a great in the lightweight division. So here we go. You know, thanks to another brilliant brainstorm from uh, the New York city, mayor UFC fans on the East coast may luck, you know, may end up getting shut out here and out of luck for this. And they'll probably end up in Vegas. So that's really a shame. This is just hurting everything.
4: Yeah. A- and again, these are, these are grown people. These are adults. They, they're, they're making this decision about their own health by themselves. They don't need the government to, uh, you know, force anything on, uh, upon them. And again, and I'm going to refer you to the next segment we're going to do with this guy, Dr. Peter McCullough, you're going to love what he has to say. It's also gonna, probably going to scare you a little bit. So be prepared. And it it is about vaccines. And it's a fairly recent interview that he gave. So we'll be doing that in just a little bit. Is that all for sports, Rick? That's it for this segment, Rick. Thank you. All right, great. Um, so, you know, again, getting back to that, uh, the vaccine thing, we'll see. I mean, you know, Rick's talked about the, uh, a few of the NFL guys. that are like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Cole Beasley. M- yeah, yeah, this MMA guy gives a great excuse. Said, look, you know, the other vaccines are proven. They're FDA approved. We know We know the side effects and such. This we still have no information on. No information. I mean, Damon just last week, you know, showed us a, uh, a clip where they're finally starting to do some studies to see how it affects the reproduction. So we'll see where this all leads. Uh, and again, we'll be, we'll be dealing with uh, this Dr. Peter McCullough video coming up. But before we do that, let's have a little fun. Let's do a little crazy town, shall we? Shall we, Paul? Why not? All right. This is called Biden's COVID update. Roll it, G. Oh, good. He's wearing a mask. Thank
2: God. Good
7: afternoon. Last week, I laid out what we need to do to beat the COVID-19 pandemic. The best line (laughs) of defense against the Delta virus is the vaccine. We have a pandemic of the unvaccinated. There it is again. That means if you're unvaccinated, you're much more likely to, one, get COVID-19, two, get hospitalized, and three, die if you get it. I think there's a clear link. (laughs) between the lowest vaccine, I know, I don't think actually. Uh, Last week, I announced additional steps to incentivize Americans to get vaccinated, including calling on states to offer $100 for anyone willing to step up and get a vaccination shot. You know, and already Minnesota and New Mexico have done that. North Carolina announced its its $100 incentive today. Places that have offered the $100,000. $100, $100. Now we're talking, Joe. That'd be really good. I'd go back and get vaccinated three times. I want to thank Walmart, <laughs> Google, <laughs> Netflix, Disney, Tyson Foods for the recent actions requiring vaccinations yeah. for employees. But, other, uh, but others have declined the, the to step up. I find it disappointing. The, less, the, ex- the, ex- excuse, the escalation. There's no wall high enough or ocean wide enough to keep us safe from the vaccine, and other from the <laughs> COVID-19. <laughs> oh, so so Tim. Just don't take it from me. Just read the news, listen to the voices of the unvaccinated patients in the hospital. They're spending the most powerful message, many spending. dying from COVID-19, they're asking doc, can I get the vaccine? The doctors have to look in the eye and say, no, sorry, it's too late. It's is, what we're doing, we have not withdrawn the order that is sometimes critical or criticized, uh-huh. saying that unvaccinated people should be go back across the border. Should be go back? <laughs> Let them explain that to you, OK? Why
1: <laughs> <laughs>
7: say happy birthday, what? I
0: mean, <laughs> he knows
7: the message. she knows the message. We had a little discussion while he was down there. He knows the message. What to are you training, your last <laughs> See you all later. Most votes <laughs> oh. no ever. I got my mask. Okay. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
5: oh, my God. How, do we, how does
4: anybody take this guy
5: seriously? They I know don't, we don't. They don't. They don't. You got to see the, the first ones. We all know the polls are BS. But even the polls can't hide the disappointment of the left as well. I mean, what does he got, 40% oh. approval yeah. rate?
4: I mean, it's it's a insane. Joke. But, but still, come on. Joke. Stop. He's always forgetting his mask. And his shoes. And it turns out we hear he forgets his pants when he's walking <laughs> around the White House. Pop Pop's a mess. Get it him out of it, there. He doesn't even get the food he leaves on his face, though. <laughs> exactly. All right. That's our number one. We've got our number two coming up next. Stay there. More is coming up. Great stuff. You're going to want to see it and hear it live from Studio 6B right here, Real America's Voice.
1: Fly Frazier, what a marvelous night for the action. Let's go to the play-by-play. Charlotte, I want you to know that I am truly and deeply sorry.
3: I don't believe him, and I don't want an apology. It's not necessary. It's fake. And his propaganda video was not only uncomfortable and inappropriate, but downright weird and Four unnecessary. Kids, oh, no! His intention was trying to sleep with me.
1: Yeah, no play for Mr. Gray. Another Eat the Sausage production. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, welcome. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice Fish Network, Channel 219. Pluto TV channel 240-1029 on uh, Samsung TV+. Plus, The Roku channel, you can also find us on Comcast. Of course, our brand new home online, live from Studio6B.com, where you can also chat with everybody on there and get to know the community as it it slowly builds. And uh, we're having some fun with that as well. And, of course, if you need anything to, uh, you know, kind of wear and share, uh, 6bshirts.com for your LFS 6B garb. Or you can also just send an email saying, hey, what are you guys up to? Uh, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Let's do more of this. Let's have some fun. LFS6B at Yahoo.com. Send your emails there. And uh, just a lot of great stuff all over. And again, as that website continues to build, we're going to be adding stuff to it. So keep, keep an eye on that. And you know we'll, we'll probably announce it here on the show as well as we add different segments. But you can catch any shows that you may have missed. Any, any of your favorite stuff is all going to be on there as well. And also find us on all the socials uh paul nolan is here with news paulie how are you i am good brother i'm good all right sports of course slick rick and how are things over there in the purple land of you
6: fantastic rick loving the show tonight great you guys you, are on you
4: point. know what's amazing i just noticed when it cut to you singularly like that uh do that again g uh you really look like the doll tonight yes i do I look like my
5: <laughs> yes. Does, is the doll wearing a veil what's up no, well, so, no, the, the doll, no. The doll's. Not... Well,
6: you see, it, like it looks like there's like a. No, it's a purple trench with the. No, rumbles. you see his face. It looks like. A... Oh, oh right, no, no, right. No, no. No, I, no! I think that's the the that's the, the hairdo, fabric, man. The fabric. That was... That's the head, though. Right?
4: No, yeah. no, no! The fabric on the on the face. Pick him face. up
6: and make him dance.
5: <laughs> He's gonna do it.
4: No, no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> All right, let's <laughs> <We'll, we'll, laughs> we'll we'll leave remember. the doll alone. Let's get back to the show. People are like, "All right, that's enough." Um, hey, I've been talking about this guy. This is somebody that Paul found. I uh, found this, it, it's, it's almost a two hour interview. I had a chance to go through a bunch of it today, pulled out just a couple clips because it's a little long, but it's more has to do with the vaccine. Now, is there anything that you, honestly, saw- the whole
5: thing to me, I just felt like, especially the Q and a at the end, cause I sent you two different doctors, two different vi- videos, right. um, Dr. McCullough was, was, in, was incredible to me, and you know, just the way he says what I've been saying, this whole thing from Jump Street is about the vaccine. It's all about the money. It's all about the control grid. It's all about right. everybody being forced to get this thing so every global citizen is now tracked everywhere they go. They're barcoded, and they carry around. They willingly pass their, their point off.
4: Yeah, and again, this this is not some some guy who says, "Oh, I'm a doctor." Like Jill Biden's a doctor. No, this guy is Dr. McCullough. He is an internist, a cardiologist, an epidemiologist. He's a professor of medicine at Texas Christian University and the University of North Texas Health Services Center School of Medicine. Um, he knows his stuff, and he's been around for a while. He's uh, He practices both internal medicine, including the management of common infectious diseases, as well as cardiovascular complication of both, live, uh, of both viral infection and injuries developing after COVID-19 vaccine and he's based out of dallas texas and if you watch the video and you're going to see clips of it here he's just down to earth and he kind of makes his point across uh let's start off with number 10 and again these are videos and you'll find them online uh dr mccullough tells the truth this is a uh, cut number 10 g
8: let's start with this one what would be this incredible drive to vaccinate everybody and now Oh, my Lord, now um, the vaccine within a few months has been completely weaponized. Now travel is related to the vaccine. People can't go to school without the vaccine. People are losing their jobs without the vaccine. Believe me, there is something very, very potent in this vaccine. It should be disturbing to everybody. The word vaccine ought to be the most disturbing word that they have seen. Now we have 12-year-old children who are told they can decide on their own whether or not they could take a vaccine. Sick. So, you know, about 70% of my patients are vaccinated. I'm very pro vaccine. I've taken all the vaccines myself, about 70%, and they were all vaccinated in December, January, and February. But as we sit here today in May, we have over 4,000 vaccine related deaths and over 10,000 hospitalizations. The limit to shut down a program is about 25 to 50 deaths. Swine flu, 1976, 25 deaths. They shut down the program. It's not safe. The whole, all the vaccines in the United States per year, what Ambulatory gets reported in the database is about 200. And we're talking about vaccinating probably, probably, you know, 500 million injections. Here in the United States, at 100 million people vaccinated, this is far and away the most lethal, toxic biologic agent ever injected into a human body in American history, and it's going strong with no mention of safety by our officials, with wild enthusiasm by our hospitals and hospital administrators, with doctors supporting it. Doctors are saying now they won't see patients in their waiting room without the vaccine. This problem, COVID-19, was actually from the very beginning. That's what Whitney Webb said. She goes, COVID-19 is actually about the vaccine. It's not about the virus. It's about the vaccine.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, you know he credits this person Whitney Webb, who I guess uh is a Whitney, colleague is.
5: No, no, Whitney no? Webb is an investigative journalist. she's done okay. a ton of great work on the Epstein saga and all the pedophiles throughout Hollywood and politics and throughout the world. She's a really good uh investigative journalist, and I know she takes a lot of her work. she researched a guy named Ryan Dawson, if you guys don't know who Ryan Dawson is another person you should follow in terms of real good deep uh dives into like the truth behind the BS that you have to see on regular TV.
4: Right. But as you hear there, you know, his whole question is, well, what's in this vaccine? And, and, you know, he points out the death numbers and and how they shut down back in 1976, 25 to 50 deaths, maybe around the country, they shut Shut it all down down. Uh, back in May. It was at 4,000. And they were going strong, like he said. Now let's go to cut number eleven. Here is uh, here's the doctor talking about, and again, this is the hard push that we see, you know, with the with with the offering of money now, uh, you know, all these all these incentives, all all these incentives
8: to get you vaccinated. Check this out, cut number eleven, G. I think it's about what the vaccine means, and Whitney Webb gets credit for this. Back in April, she said, "Aha, I figured this out." This is what state, this is what globalists have been waiting for. They've been waiting for a way of marking people. That you get in a vaccine, you're marked in a database, and this can be used for um, trade, for commerce, for behavior modification, all different purposes. And you've seen it right here in Dallas. They've announced, uh, you know, you can't go to a Dallas Mavericks game unless you're vaccinated. You've had people say, listen, you have uh, passports. You had colleges today announce that they're not gonna give any credit to natural immunity. Every scientist in the world knows that the natural immunity is way better than the vaccine immunity. If it's about COVID, why don't we have COVID recovered go to the Mavericks games? Why don't we have COVID recovered people freely go to college? Well, why do we, why do we have to have faulty uh, vaccine immunity be the priority? and have natural immunity not count. See, these types of things make me think that Whitney Webb is correct. This is actually about marking. The vaccine is a way of marking people. It's a way of starting to assert Uh, efforts to create compliance, behavior control. Don't forget the vaccine is just a starter. Now there's going to be updates. There's going to be boosters. They're already prepping people for this. There's going to be more. The vaccine manufacturers are all linked. They're all uniquely indemnified. What medical product is there indemnification where something happens to you, you don't have any recourse? You know, a woman gets vaccinated, a pregnant woman, she has no maternal fetal rights. Something happens to her or her baby, she's out of luck. This is extraordinary what Americans are doing. It's absolutely extraordinary what's being uh, thrust upon us now.
4: Yeah, and again, he points out, you know, the hard push behind this all. But
5: think about how twisted this whole scenario is, right? Just think about this. We know that ivermectin works. Yeah, impossible to deny. It is illegal. It's why, why do you think high, you know hydroxychloroquine was banned from from Facebook and all these places? Ivermectin, you can't talk about it. You can't talk about vitamin D. Vitamin D deficiency is why anyone gets the flu. It's not people don't get the flu in the summer in the summer because they're getting their vitamin D in the sun. And but people are vitamin D deficient. If people take vitamin D, they're not getting sick. It's just that simple. You know, uh, you know your cyto cytokines. Like uh, they'll they'll battle. They'll they'll protect you. But you think about this: if there is a treatment for a virus, it's illegal to create a vaccine for it. But we know ivermectin works. This is how we know that we're completely being gaslit and we're being used, abused, and we are being you know it's endless amount of money for so many people involved the the profits for the uh, pharmaceuticals farmer. are through yeah. the roof.
6: Oh yeah.
5: big government and globalists I get what they want. they get to track you with your stupid pass wherever you're going. up oh, look, he hit here, he hit here, he hit here. You're on yeah. that control grid. You know, it, it, that's how they can keep you from, you know, more, as soon as you sign up for that, you're doomed. You're done.
4: Yeah, it, it's crazy. Let's get this last clip in here. This is cut number 12. Um, and he talks about this whole push again, the needles in every
8: arm push. I think this whole pandemic from the beginning was about the vaccine. Mm. So I think all roads lead to the vaccine and what it means. There are already places in Southeast Asia and Europe, they're laying the groundwork for compulsory vaccination. I mean, compulsory, that means somebody pins you down to the ground and puts a needle in you. That's how bad stakeholders want vaccination. Listen, that's not of cost, you don't have to pay for it. It's all provided. There are people or stakeholders, they do want a needle in every arm. This needle in every arm is a very important um, uh, moniker. Why? Why do you want a needle in an arm? Let's take COVID recovered. Can't get the virus, can't receive it, it has nothing to do. Why would they ever want a needle in the arm of a COVID-recovered patient? Why? Three studies show higher safety events. See, the tension that Americans are feeling right now as they are trying to keep their jobs and go to work is they know they can die of the vaccine. That's the problem. If the vaccine was like water, and we just got it, no side effects, who wouldn't take it? Say, hey, I'll, I'll comply. They got my social security number anyway in a database. I'm already marked. I'll just get marked. But no, there's something very unique about this vaccine. It's something about injecting something into into a body that is so important to, to stakeholders that it doesn't matter. Kids 12 years old told they can make their own decision on this, and it could be their fatal decision. Think about that. North Carolina just passed that. Oh, kids 12 years old can make can decide on their own. There are four over 4,000 dead Americans. There's over 10,000 dead people in Europe that die on days one, two, and three after the vaccine. Why are we pushing this in a way where people's jobs and their education and their livelihood decide on a decision that's potentially fatal? The tension you can cut it with a knife there are parents that say listen i want my kid to go to college this year but i don't want to lose them to the vaccine they know what's going on the internet is full of these cases blood clots strokes immediate death
4: yeah i mean you know do, do you need anything more than that uh, immediate death blood clots you name uh, it from a man-made virus in, in a lab and again, that's Doctor Peter McCullough. If you want to find out more about him, do an internet search. His stuff is out there. It's it's you know you'll find it. We'll try and link up the original interview that I found on Rumble, um, and you can see it for yourself. It's right there. Sit through it. It's worth the time. Get a little education. Again, this is a this is a real doctor, not like a Doctor Jill Biden. All right. Um, Take a quick break. we got some sports. we got some news. we got some more clips coming up. Today they're right here live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice on a Wednesday night. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, if you uh, were tuning in just a few moments ago and you saw some of the video from Dr. Peter McCullough, Again, just do an internet search for him. You can find him. I think his stuff is still up, uh, yeah, on Rumble is where I found it. I'll try and put that link up on the Twitter feed for the show LFS6B on Twitter so you guys can check that out as well. And, uh, you know what, I'll see if I can also put it in the chat. I wonder if I can do that. Can you ch- do that
5: on the, the chat? The chat takes links, yes. It does. All right, good. I just put a link in the chat, but it didn't have a hyperlink, so uh, I don't know why people could
8: copy and paste I guess you copy could just copy and, and paste, paste Copying and pasting is a thing. Yeah,
5: and I, uh, but that's another Dr. Ryan Cole, guys. You should uh, watch the video that I posted in the uh,
4: LFS, you know, the live from Studio 6B chat. It's really worth watching. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know what? And you, you brought up a great point, too, just before we went to break there, Paul. We are talking about uh, vaccines and ivermectin yeah. and saying that, you know, if there is a cure, which HCQ and ivermectin would be considered cures COVID, you're not allowed to make a vaccine, correct? Right. Correct. So if there's a if there's a cure,
5: there's a treatment, then don't make a vaccine, and not only one like this where they rush it through in warp speed, right? You know, they they ram it through this quickly with no, you know, no liability. I mean, that to me is what? How could we possibly have this? How could we possibly have this procedure, if you will? Yeah. That is no liability. A pregnant woman gets it and she loses a baby. There's no recourse. Nothing. Terrible.
4: Yeah. It's amazing amazing when you control all the the, uh, apparatus, what you can get away with. Uh, Speaking of which... Well, it has no nothing to do with sports. Let's just go to sports. Like Rick, what do you what do you got,
6: man? <laughs> uh, here's a guy who's trying to get away with something, and I haven't reported on him in a while. His Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson has ankle and calf injuries. This is from Zach Wasink of Yard. Barca. Maybe he should get a massage. Yeah, I <laughs> anyway. Yeah could be. The latest twist in the uh, ongoing saga involving Houston Texans star quarterback Deshaun Watson came Tuesday when the 25-year-old missed practice for what was the first and undisclosed reason. According to Mike Florio of Sports Football Talk, Pro Football Talk, it's now known the signal caller who wishes to be traded by Houston and who was facing 22 lawsuits alleging acts of sexual assault and misconduct and 10 criminal complaints. is dealing with ankle and calf injuries, but has attended quarterback meetings. Meanwhile, it was reported Tuesday that when Watson's Camp is preparing for a grand jury proceeding linked with a criminal investigation into the many allegations made against the quarterback. It's wildly expected Watson would immediately be placed on the commission as exempt list if he's indicted, and that likely is preventing teams from trading for his services this summer. I know the Carolina Panthers were trying to engage the Texans in a, in a deal, but uh, it's very risky right now. And uh, I, I, this, is, this isn't going away, I can tell you that. No question. Be a story we'll have to follow. But now, Adding to everything else, he's got an injury with his calf and his uh, hamstring, or he's just pulling everyone's leg again. Uh, and the uh, <laughs> Olympic swimming star sends scathing message to her WOT high school teacher. This is from Lee Moran of Yahoo Sports. This is a new one, WOAT. That's the uh, acronym that's the opposite of GOAT, greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. WOT is worst of all time. <laughs> uh, Canadian swimmer Penny Oleksiak had a message for her high school teacher on Tuesday, but it didn't include praise for inspiring her to a sporting glory. Instead, the seven-time Olympic medalist who won one silver and two bronze medals in Tokyo tweeted her disdain for one particular educator who told her to quit. I just Googled Canada's most decorated Olympian and my name came up, Oleksiak quote. Uh, I want to thank that teacher in high school who told me to stop swimming to focus on school because swimming wouldn't get me anywhere, the 21-year-old Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> that is what dreams are made of. Most of my teachers saw the vision and pushed me towards it. All this quote, uh, um, that one who, uh, the one who constantly dragged me down, whoa. On her, so uh, Aloziek wrote. Uh, she won a silver in the 4 by 100 meter freestyle relay and in bronze a 200 meter freestyle and 4 by 100 meter medley relay at the Tokyo Olympics in Rio five years ago. She won a gold in the 100 meter freestyle, silver in the 100 meter butterfly, and uh, bronze in the 4 by 100 meter and 4 by 200 meter freestyle relay. So I think she did pretty well, and if all else fails, she'll go back, start a swimming camp in Canada, and probably make six figures every year. So. Kudos to her and uh, the Wote. So that's a new one, Rick. Woat. I haven't heard that used yeah, too much. That,
4: that's a good one. And, yeah. and, and it fits that teacher appropriately. Exactly. You know what I mean? If, if you're going to sit there and discourage someone from, you know, chasing their dream and following their passion. Parable. I mean, that's exactly the opposite of what a teacher should be doing.
5: Yeah, right. You teach the teachers out there. Your job is to make every kid feel two inches taller. Come on, right. pump them up, <laughs> encourage them. So true. Don't make them feel worse. What are you
6: kidding me? That's it. the whole life to work. Yeah. I toss the exactly. ball back to you, Rick. All right. Well, you know what? Uh,
4: we're a little short on time for this audit stuff, so we'll save it for the next segment. Anything you want? Um, But there are a couple clips here I definitely want to want us to get to because Jen Psaki was asked, you know, with the whole Cuomo thing, well, we all know what happened with that. Uh, she was asked today in the uh, in the press room about Biden's call for Cuomo to resign. This is cut number
0: four. G
6: yesterday the the president said governor cuomo should resign
0: Uh, the governor has not done so uh has the president called the governor no has anyone from the white house called the governor or the governor's staff not that i'm aware of
2: when was the last
6: time the president and governor cuomo spoke
2: i would have to check on that okay there's two more on this uh if the if the governor refuses to resign
0: does the president want to see him impeached and removed from office
2: the President made clear yesterday that Governor Cuomo should resign, believes, and we've, I believe we should start with that. There's obviously a process that's going to proceed, and leaders in New York spoke to that yesterday. We'll leave it to them to speak to that, but the President believes Governor Cuomo should do the right thing, resign, uh, and leave space for future leadership uh, in New York.
3: In this period, while Governor Cuomo
0: is still in office, does the President have confidence in him leading New York State's response to the pandemic?
2: Well, I think, again, the president made clear uh, because of the abhorrent allegations that uh, were made public yesterday, that it is time for for Governor Cuomo to resign. Uh, At the same time, Uh, We do not want the people of New York uh, to uh, be impacted in a negative way as they're working to fight COVID. And we're going to continue to work with uh, the administration in New York, uh, with leaders in New York to continue to fight COVID. Um, That will continue. And obviously, if leadership changes in the state, we will work with, with a different leader.
4: Now, interesting there that, the, of course, you know, the, the reporter asking about those calls for Cuomo to resign after Biden had said so. He thinks he should because of the uh, allegations raised against him from 11 different women. Uh, and then, of course, it gets a little personal, or, or I should say the tide gets turned here in cut number five. Saki uh, is asked about it. other sexual assault allegations. Go with this one,
9: G. In a follow-up to the report on Governor Cuomo's sexual harassment, a lot of men in politics have been accused of sexual harassment. Uh, President Biden was accused by female secret service agents of skinny dipping in front of them, offending them according to former Washington Post reporter Ronald Kessler, who's an author as well. Uh, His former Senate aide Tara Reid accused him of sexual assault. Uh, The Washington Post and the New York Times have published multiple accounts of women who objected to the way President Biden touched them uh should there be an independent investigation of allegations into the president as there was into Governor Cuomo
2: well first I would say um the president has been clear and outspoken about the importance of women uh being uh respected and Uh having their voices heard and being allowed to tell their stories and people treating them with respect that has long been his policy continues to be his policy uh that those were that was heavily litigated during the campaign I understand you're eager to come back to it, uh, but I don't have anything further other than to repeat that he has called for uh, the governor to resign.
4: Say her name. Say it, Saki. It's Tara Reid. Say her name. Say her name.
5: You know, Brianna Taylor, say her yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Say her name.
4: Tara Reid. And, and then, of course, there's this young girl um, who was inappropriately touched, she says, by the president. Uh, her name, Maria... Piasi, she's the uh, niece of a of a senator who was there for for, and you might remember this this video. You can see it. She's right there, right in front of the president there, uh, back when he was a vice president. She was inappropriately touched about six years ago, well, and we, she's old enough now, as you can see from the picture, she's starting to come out about it.
5: You know, we've seen the video clips of, of creepy sniffing Joe. We've seen it. We've seen him with his hands and paws in the comments. Oh, look at that little one over there. It looks like yeah. she's 19. This guy is a full-blown creeper. If this was any other present or with an R next to his name, it would be lights out.
4: Yeah, exactly. Crazy, crazy stuff. More stuff unfolding all the time. Like I said, we've got some audit stuff. Arizona audit stuff we're going to do right after the break. Uh, We also got more sports with Rick, and uh, we'll put a wraps on this show. Man, it's flying by tonight. Good stuff. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Stay there. From Studio Six B on Real America's Voice, uh, Slick Rick is cracking himself up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just sharing the puns. Yes, he is—he is the pun
6: master. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that on the floor. He's talking about holiday pay. What did you say it was? I said the reason why Paul takes off so much—he gets holiday pay because his pay takes a holiday. <laughs> yeah, Damon asked me uh, asked to stay,
5: stay on for an extra hour tonight. Yeah. wants the networks, wants us to do an extra <laughs> hour from 10 to 11. I go, what does that mean? I get time and a half?
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we were talking about, uh, well, we haven't done an update from Arizona. There's, a, there's always stuff coming out. Uh, we, 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 uh, we're always seeing things. It's getting suppressed, but we're trying to, trying to get as much stuff that's out there because supposedly a report is coming out later this month. At some point, we don't know when, um, but supposedly they're all done. They're all done counting. Uh, they're still calling for Dominion and. Well, did you see this on Gateway Pundit that uh, Code Monkey
5: Z spoke with them and said what I have put out on Dominion's evidence is roughly one percent of what we're holding? Did you see this? Is yeah, it- I saw a little bit of that. Right. He, uh, I guess Ron Watkins uh, released several photos Monday that leaked to him from an alleged uh, Dominion voting system employee and whistleblower the documents prove that Dominion has remote access to air equipment during the elections and uh there's, there's the documents are right here saying essentially what's going on. And they're saying that the whistleblower is not from Arizona. The whistleblower is one from many of the other states that use Dominion software. The whistleblower went to excruciating effort to detail and archive everything possible. Our whistleblower was trusted enough to be given instructions on how to my, modify the BIOS. Um, so the BIOS in the, um, there was in the other program there, uh, uh, the RAID, R-A-I-D, uh they it's it's all here so it's pretty interesting
4: yeah i guess when you when you log in that's when the bios part you have to have the password for that to boot up know
5: that so this is interesting stuff i like to see where this goes because you know anybody with common sense knows what went on then but then again people don't want to see the truth it's too uncomfortable
4: yeah it's a, there's, there's a little hokey pokey stuff going on uh again the uh they still are not responding, I guess, to the, uh, to the subpoena for the passwords mm-hmm. for the routers and such. So I guess they're waiting to see what's going to happen there, if the judge is going to come through. And really, I guess it's, it's uh, you know, you, you got to do something. You can't just let this sit there without a response about these subpoenas that are not being responded to. So I guess they're, they're throwing it. It's like, look, you got to just either put them in jail or make them give it to us. But that's, I guess, the last piece of the puzzle. They are waiting for now. Now, according to Arizona Senator Wendy Rogers, now she's somebody that's been all over this. She's a real patriot out there. She's been trying to get to the bottom of it. We actually had uh, real America's voice. Drew Hernandez caught up with her out there. I believe this is from earlier today. They were out there for the vaccine mandate protest, But he jumped right in, you know, because let's face it, she's she's been on the front lines dealing with this uh, Maricopa County audit and she's been pushing a lot of it again this is arizona state senator wendy rogers cut number thirteen with real america's voice uh, drew hernandez check this out
9: drew hernandez here in phoenix arizona i am here with senator the great senator herself wendy rogers Wendy, can you give us an update with what's going on with the forensic audit, not just an audit here in Arizona, right, Maricopa County, the forensic audit. What's going on? Where are the numbers? What's taking place?
3: Well, as you know, we did an audit of 2.1 million ballots yesterday. Uh, we received word back from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and Dominion basically telling us to go pound sand. Uh, we are not accepting that. Uh, We are resolutely and tenaciously pursuing the truth. And the absolute uh, uh, attitude that the Board of Supervisors and Dominion both have towards us, we the people, is despicable. And they work for us. And we work for the people. And so it's imperative that we stay focused on the audit. And all this with the vaccine passports and the mandated vaccines and so forth by banner, this is all a distraction. We have to stay on point.
9: Absolutely. Wendy, I wanted to ask you, because I heard Trump speak at the rally you know, a couple of weeks ago. I watched the audit update live on TV. We covered it as well. And one of the things that stuck out to me that I wanted to ask you personally was the audit accounts were taken down off of Twitter immediately right after all of this stuff. Why is it that they're so aggressively trying to silence this thing if there's literally nothing to hide? What's your personal opinion on that? Because, I mean, you're right in the thick of it, and I'm watching it, I'm like, what are these people so afraid of if there's nothing to
3: hide? They don't want the truth. Mm -hmm. They don't want transparency. They want to control the narrative, and they want power. And whatever ways they can try to obfuscate and blur lines of distinction, they will do. And so what we as warriors must do is maintain our focus on the mission. And believe me, we're coming for them. Watch their 6 o'clock position because there's going to be an Air Force C-141 that offloads a bunch of Marines later today, and watch out.
9: All righty, well, we're getting some previews. We're getting some hints of things to come. The last thing I wanted to ask you was, one of the comments that I heard during the uh, preliminary hearing the other day was, this isn't about Donald Trump. This isn't about overturning the election results. They clearly said this is about election integrity. This is about proving the truth, which we obviously know what it is, right? Can you speak a little more to that? Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, they're just trying to, they're just trying to change the election results themselves, right? Can you speak to that?
3: there is really sort of a two-fold approach here first of all we have to get to the truth of twenty twenty and uh, that was really brought into sharp focus for me because when these other state reps and state senators came out to arizona they sat me down and they said we journeyed this whole way on our own dime to find out what the truth of twenty twenty was is in our states." so now we have this packageable uh, procedure that they can take back to their state i'm going to be in pennsylvania next week with doug mastriano i'm going to be uh... with the pillow guy cyber symposium <laughs> in sioux falls uh... next week and this is so important that we get the word out but to your question yes it's also about restoring election integrity each state though has a different uh... time frame that their legislatures are in session We're a part-time legislature plus we have a late primary So what it comes down to is, will we in Arizona be in time to enact legislation to uh, positively affect 2022? Absolutely, we will.
9: Absolutely. Last question. I think a lot of people want to know, when the results come out, when it's shown that this election was not done correctly, right? What happens with the results? Is it overturned? Because what, what? a lot of people ask me all the time, like I, I really don't know. When the, when the results come out, where do we go from there?
3: That's a great question. In many respects, we're in uncharted waters. And so what first and foremost we will do if there's criminal wrongdoing that's been uh, uncl- disclosed, that goes to Attorney General Brnovich. And as far as, uh, you know, proceeding beyond that, we will dive down to where the truth leads us. And I was the first one, I believe, to call for decertification. What does that mean? That means that the certification that we turned in in January, we now have found has been inaccurate. We don't have to have a smoking gun irrefutable set of data points. We have to have reasonable doubt, which we now do, as to the accuracy of what we turned in in January.
9: Wow. Already, ladies and gentlemen, we're trying to provide some more answers for you. It's a very complicated situation, but it's slowly but surely coming to fruition. Senator Wendy Rogers, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great interview. We love you. Back to you. All
4: That's right. Horrific. She's just terrific. Yeah. A- and again, she makes some great points. You know, and the last thing she said there, you know, oh, we don't need to have, you know, uh, evidence. We just need to have reasonable doubt. But you know what? We prefer the evidence. We want to see the evidence. We don't want that you know, possibility of, oh, well, it could be right. It could be wrong. Let's, you know, I, I don't know about how you feel about that, but I want to see, I want to see it it's irrefutable. It's got to be
5: incontrovertible, yes. irrefutable. Right. It has to be locked and just it's got to be pure because there's no way the media will allow anything that's even remote. If it's not perfect, it's not going to stand up. Right.
4: And what, what's funny, too, because, again, she's been on the front line doing a lot of the fighting there. I always see her name. I always see her pictures mentioned on stuff. Um, but last week we mentioned this, this gentleman, uh, Seth Keschel. He's a retired Army intelligence captain, elections data expert. He's a former baseball analyst as well. And he released a final national fraud numbers last weekend uh, where he did the, he basically did every state. He estimated every state. He published his results on his popular Telegram page, which you can go to. Again, his name is Seth Keschel, if you want to look him up. Um, but uh, real quick, um, he basically has, let's see, in his estimates, and which his estimates, he say, are always lenient and do not account for cyber, slipping, uh, cyber flipping of votes, He has Trump won Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, and Minnesota. Now, we've seen calls for, with the exception of Minnesota, audits in all these. Arizona, we know, is happening. Pennsylvania, Georgia, those things are are starting to move. But he also mentioned likely possible if cyber flipping happened. Check this out. New Mexico, Virginia, Colorado, New Jersey, and New Hampshire. So shocking, it's amazing some of the stuff that's out there. And again, this is this guy's a this guy's an analyst. This is what he does. Uh, He's a numbers guy. And this prompted, of course, a response from Mr. Donald Trump, President 45. He said, highly respected Army Intelligence Captain Seth Keschel has just released his report on national fraud numbers with respect to the 2020 presidential election. I don't personally know Captain Keschel, but these numbers are overwhelming, election changing, and according to Keschel, could be even bigger in that they do not account for cyber flipping of votes. They show I won the election by a lot. Uh, now watch the Democrats coalesce, defame, threaten, investigate, jail people and do what they have to do to keep the truth from surfacing and let the Biden administration get away with destroying our country. The irregularities and outright fraud of this election are, op- are an open wound to the United States of America. Something must be done immediately. And again, that statement was released by uh, 45 yesterday. Uh, August the 3rd, 2021, on his website, DonaldJTrump.com. So if you're looking for that, you can find it there. Uh, just amazing stuff. And again, you know, they talked about numbers coming out and, and information coming out, and it's starting to seep out there, Paul.
5: Well, I mean, it's it it's got to be more than seep out there. It's got to be an avalanche that comes through because, you know, we both know exactly where this is going to go if it's not done with pure clarity so. right
4: now is there anything else you're hearing in terms of um where this could possibly lead with some of the other states or you know just just the overall to, listen
5: to me if america continues down this path it's not america anymore if we can't trust the elections which i can't um you know but i've also been pining about this for a long time uh I, and this was a completely. A complete landslide, and I, how many times did I say it going into the election it's got to be rigged it's a landslide they're got to rig it right. Did I not say it for months and months and months prior to the, to the uh to the vote' Cause I knew it was going to happen. the deep state and the globalists they're just too powerful, and you know this is where this is where the rubber's got to hit the road, and we all have to do our part and that's why people are asking me how much I get paid to do this show. Money can't cover what I get to do here. <laughs> No money can cover that.
4: Exactly. Um, so, yeah, the, there's a lot more that's going to be coming out in the coming days, I guess, coming weeks. we just got yeah, to sit back, uh, grab some popcorn, and uh, get pray, ready because pray. you know what? The mainstream media is not going to talk about it. They're going to try to suppress it. You know, uh, uh, big tech is going to probably take everybody's account down if you even mention it. So we'll have to see what happens. It'll be, a, it'll be something. You know, we thought we saw it all when they took Trump off of uh, social media. Let's see what happens next. It's going to be an interesting yeah, August.
5: shut down the entire Internet on us.
4: Yeah, exactly. We got the last segment of the show, sports, with Slick Rick coming up. And a few more things. Stay there. Thanks for watching. Live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. live from studio 6b on real america's voice final segment of the night man tonight has been flying by thank you so much for joining us everybody who's uh who's watching and chiming in on live from studio6b.com just so much uh, activity to there tonight so thanks guys that's a that's appreciative thing is, the, the, the chat is just flying yeah, through it. They're going up. And if you did want to see uh, the DeSantis clip, uh, actually, Damon posted it earlier today. So it's already on LFS 6B. If you go on Twitter, you'll find it there. You can check out the DeSantis clip for yourself. And, uh, oh, I forgot to include the, uh, you know what, I'll do that. I'll do that during uh, Slick Rick Sports. I want to get uh, Dr. Peter McCullough out
6: to you guys as well. So, uh, Rick, what do you got going on? All right, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at SlickRickSports. I'll give you your team scores and uh, keep you abreast of it and let me know what you want, want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. I'd love to hear from you. Um, right now, Major League Baseball scores, just to wrap it up here. Phillies over the Nationals, 8-4. That's in the top of the eighth. Bottom of the eighth. Yankees lead the Orioles, 8-3. Uh, Blue Jays 8 nothing over the Indians. That's in the top of the eighth. Mets and Marlins in a good one down in Miami. Tied at three in the top of the eighth. Bottom seven. Red Sox over the Tigers 4 nothing. Angels lead the Rangers two zip. That's top of the sixth. Top of the uh, also top of the fifth. The uh, Royals over the Red Sox, uh, White Sox six to one. And top four, Cardinals lead the Braves three two. We also have Rockies two nothing over the Cubs. That's in the top of the fourth in Colorado. And Giants, Diamondbacks, and Astros and Dodgers just underway. First pitch just a few moments ago. And Florida State President addresses rumors of interest in joining SEC. This is from Steve DelVecchio of Larry Brown Sports. A major conference shakeup is coming in college athletics, but there is apparently no truth to any of the talk that Florida State is being a part of it. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma have begun the process of leaving the Big 12 for the SEC. On Monday, a report claimed Florida State and Clemson have also reached out to the SEC about the possibility of joining the conference. Florida State President John Thrasher emphatically shot down those rumors in a statement. Statement on Tuesday, I want to be clear that persistent reports that Florida State has been in. Uh, Contact with the Southeastern Conference are untrue. Thrasher said via stadium's Brett McMurphy. We have had no communication with the SEC or any representatives of the SEC. Um, So the ACC seems more likely to expand by adding schools like Notre Dame than it is to lose any of its top programs. All the other Power Five conferences will look for ways to improve now that the SEC is adding two more powerhouse programs. But it's doubtful that Florida State or Clemson are going anywhere. Obviously, there's a big juggling for TV rights and, you know, these bigger matchups. College football is becoming like pro football. A lot of money. Also, the athletes now can capitalize on their likeness, so they also have something at stake. Some of these players are getting a million dollars a year, and they haven't even thrown a football yet for the season, so crazy. And um, one last story, good story from the Olympics. 13-year-old Sky Brown wins medal at the Tokyo Olympics. This is Caitlin O'Kane of Yardbarker. 13-year-old skateboarder, Sky Brown, won a bronze in the Women's Park Skating Boarding event at the Tokyo Olympics earlier today. The teen is Great Britain's youngest Olympic medalist ever and third 13-year-old to win a medal for skateboarding at the Tokyo Games. Japan's Momiji Niishi, uh became one of the youngest Olympic gold medalists ever after winning the Women's Street Competition last week. In the event, another 13-year-old, Brazil's Rasa Leo, won silver. Brown, who went professional at 10, has grown up in the limelight and is extremely popular popular on social media with over 1 million followers on Instagram. She also has a YouTube channel with her brother Ocean and went viral at four years old when her dad, Stu, posted a clip of her skateboarding on Facebook. This is from the BBC News Report. And good for her, 13 years old, already has an Olympic medal. Guess the sky's the limit. That's a wrap in sports.
4: <laughs> All right, Rick. Well, thanks for that. Hey, uh, any, any news you want to make sure we hit on, Paul? Well, I want to know what should Paul get paid. That's what, <laughs> is that what you, are you posting that right now? No, not me.
6: <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Paul is priceless. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, so I'm, pu- I'm putting it on the chat. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find my, the Rumble uh, page for it, but I did put up uh, a link for Doctor McCullough, you can check him out. It's a YouTube page. Just one gentleman. He seems to have he took the uh, the almost two hour long interview and cut it up into some great pieces. So you know you can watch them in clips, um, and it's pretty interesting. And of course, there's also a link for the uh, the full length if you just, if you want to sit there for an hour and forty five and watch the entire thing.
5: So is Damon at the helm right now doing this, or is this? Or is this a, you look it on the uh, No uh, go to the studio six PP. I gotta go to it. Oh, that's too funny. What Damon's gotta write? be up to this. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny as well. Oh, he's doing
4: he's doing the poll. Yes, that would be Damon. He's doing the polls. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. What should Paul get paid? A <laughs> hundred thousand minus or, or two of... five uh This is funny. He's a such night. a wise guy. <laughs> that's so funny. You know what's interesting too is that uh as "Take Me to the Sea" says, "Pay him in sausage." Um, <laughs> is that Damon? Did you know? Did did it seem weird last <laughs> night with Damon? People, a little bit, a little bit, right? Yeah, like like you caught it too, right? Yeah, absolutely. Nor- would... Normally, normally, and here's where I'm going with this: is that sometimes
5: he's so afraid that he's so afraid to go down any even right. like, a thimble it's hole. Yes. But I'm just gonna hold his feet to the fire if I don't want. Now that we're we're not on. A... On Facebook
4: anymore, so I'm just going to hold his feet to the fire. Because, because I thought well. it was interesting when he brought up the D.C. Uh, cops suicide. It's like, all and right, then he doesn't like
5: he wants to play on the edge of the playground, right. but he doesn't want to get on the swings or go down the slide. He,
4: he's afraid to go anywhere near it. Right. It, it's almost like the little kid playing uh, touch football, but he's running with ball guns. Don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but I thought it was interesting. I'm like, hmm. Have we infected him? Is it the <sighs> pandemic of the of the of the opened eyes? I, I don't know. It was just odd to hear him kind of broach that subject because it kind of opened it up for you and I to say,
5: oh, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and, he, like, and he tries to draw us in, and right. It's but, crazy. But it's... I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. We know you're watching out there too. Big day. We know right. you're watching and. We know you're gonna wake up one of these days. <laughs> but
4: again, is there a, a, is there anything you want to make sure we hit on today uh, as we wrap up the show? Other than one of Cuomo's assistant? No, oh,
5: I don't. You know, Paul. <laughs> it's, you know. Look, honestly, we kind of covered it all. To me, it's. There was a great article in epic times about c r t and how it completely uh mimics everything from from mao 's China and the cultural revolution something we 've been saying here for a while uh, so go to epic times a really good article on that in fact what i'll do is i 'll even put that in the um, you know, in the chat uh, but uh I was going to touch on that a little bit but you know, we've covered it all pretty much, in my opinion.
4: Yeah. And again, it's something where, you know, you see some of these things that are happening. And again, and again it's rapid fire, it seems like, between the vaccine passports, what they're trying to push, with the, with the, you know, uh, the edicts that they're, they're trying to push on businesses saying, you know, well, as a government, we can't do it. But we make suggestions and we tell them, you know, they should do it. Is basically, you know, you're hearing it. They are telling that they're basically having the businesses do what they can't do. Um, so, pay attention to that because more of this stuff is starting to roll out, and it just seems like it seems like we're we're on the verge of another massive shutdown yeah well this it really is, does know, so
5: this is all to me this is all by design, but you know i am i i am i am so certain that this has been planned for for a long time Rockefeller Foundation, the banking elites i mean it's all the same people doing the same things for the last. You know, four, five hundred years. It's just the elite who want complete control. So, to me, I just feel like there's, there's no surprises here. It's, in fact, I'll send one of the things, um, one of the videos. It's on YouTube still. Alan Watt. I'm gonna put it in the uh, chat. Okay. It, uh, something that woke me up about uh twelve. 13 years ago. it's really where, like, one of the people I followed a lot back then. I'll put it in the chat before you shut it out. Yeah,
4: and again, you know, also Dr. Peter McCullough made that point, too, about there's something else. It's, it's bigger than just COVID-19. It's something that has to do with the shots. I don't know. We've got just a few moments. Hey, gee, let's, let's jump in with uh, cut seven real quick to finish out, shall we? Can we? Oh, sorry about that, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Um, Again, we want to thank you guys for checking us out tonight. Thank you for watching the show. As always, Damon will be back in the big chair. Who thinks Paul is going to hold my feet to the fire? Uh, 7% said no. (laughs) 92% said no no shot. Uh, Thank you for watching. As always, we salute our military, active, and retired, our first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police, everybody fighting on the front lines. We appreciate you. Thank you for uh, taking the time. Uh, Paul. Thank you. On the show, Slick Rick, the boys in the booth, Gio and Fran, and, of course, all of you watching tonight, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you tomorrow night right here, live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. Peace. Peace.